Welcome to another episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast. So today I have the wonderful counselor, Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ellie. I said, Yes, I'm here. Thank you so much for joining me again, Ellie. I am definitely glad to have you on today. Um, to talk about this much-needed topic mm-hmm. of self-care. Because, uh-huh. oh my goodness. <laughs> it, it's going to be an ongoing conversation with self-care. It's kind of like work in progress. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I, I know as mothers, as working mothers, even some stay-at-home mothers, like you get so, I wouldn't say run down, but... Like you get so in your routine of doing day to day. Yes. To the point where you just run yourself down and and like some days you try to relax, you try to do something for yourself and it feels like you can't. I know for me, it's really hard for me to do self-care because I always feel like, I always feel like I'm being selfish or, Mm. you know, the kids will need something more than I do. So I'll just do for them. Or, or family will need something more than I do, so I'll just do for them. Right. But then, like, my body's like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Or even my brain is like, mm-mm, you, you need to stop. <laughs> yeah. Your body will tell you. Our bodies are one of our greatest gifts. It really can tell us. It tells us when we are overdoing it, mm-hmm. when we have surpassed our limits. But it's just a matter of do we have the awareness to actually listen and know what it's saying? Because all our bodies are different. You know, I think the last time I was sharing that when I get super overwhelmed, I'm extremely forgetful. You know, there was a time where I was on the phone. I think it was my, um, it was my line sister. I was on the phone with her one time and I was so burnt out at that time. And I was on the phone with her and I was looking for my phone. You know, I forgot that I was on the phone. Oh no. What are you? I said, I'm looking for the phone. I can't. You know, so we all have those signs where, you know, you get to see the pattern mm-hmm. of things. So I think it's important for you to be aware of what your patterns are. So you'll know, you know, um, how to actually like, okay, it's time for me to stop because these are the signs showing up again. I think for me, I get, I shut down. Like, I, I feel like I don't want to do anything. Like, I'll still do stuff, but not right. with, like, the passion or, like, my fervor. The enjoyment. I, yeah, like, there's nothing there. It's just I'm doing it because it's part of my routine, but not because I'm enjoying it at, at this right. moment in time. It's like, I just keep going and going and going. And I feel like that's how I've been these past couple of days, where I've just been going and going and going. And then one of my coworkers had called me. She's just like... Well, we had to talk about work and she was just like, how are you doing? And I was like, I don't even know. I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm actually really tired. And she's like, how, why are you so tired? I'm like, I don't. I haven't been able to sleep and I haven't been able to like really enjoy doing things anymore because I'm my body just feels run down. But it's not like I've been doing anything physical. It's right. just my body's like, girl, yeah. just stop. Mm-hmm. To the point where I couldn't sleep. And I think maybe like yesterday or the day before yesterday, I believe. It might have been last night. Where I finally went to sleep and I felt like I slept. <laughs> you slept. 
Yeah, there's a difference. There are some times when you sleep. Yes, you're sleeping, but there are the times when you sleep and you really feel like you, you know, that REM sleep really mm-hmm. takes. It, it, it's really well ingrained in a REM sleep where you feel so rejuvenated when you wake up. You're like, wow, this is the best sleep I've had in so long. Right, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. how I felt. I felt like, oh. I, I actually slept like yeah. and I woke up like okay I'm not that tired anymore <laughs> yeah I don't know for you but I noticed like when the weather is changing when we're getting from like the 60s down to the 30s what I would say between the 50s to the 30s for me my body goes through a transition mm-hmm. where it's like it gets extra tired I don't know if because we're losing the sunlight I feel it in my bones where it makes me extremely tired. It could be for other people too. And you're just more exhausted than usual. Well, I think it'll make sense. You know, during the summertime, you have energy. It's getting colder, you know, (laughs) sundown. And so a lot of things, you know, truly have an impact on on us and just the motion of all that we do certainly takes a toll. The other thing too, you know, when you're talking about sleep, I think a lot of people feel like, you know, um, sometimes you have have to sleep sometimes it's not the sleep that you need you just need to rest mm-hmm. so there's a difference you know right. you really gotta rest and get your body to that to that level before you can really fall asleep you know because right. it's so tired that it needs to relax and get to that that relaxation certain right. people need it yeah it's a form of self-care for some what do you think would be good for people to do to get their mind to rest because I know sometimes it's hard to stop your mind from thinking Mm -hmm. or you're thinking okay let me read this book and your mind is still in motion so you're not really resting or if you're watching a movie again yes it's something that you enjoy but are you really enjoying it because it's on but you're not enjoying it as much as you normally would because your body is not resting and you're still kind of like I would say a little agitated because you're not resting as much as you should right I think rest means different things for different people Mm -hmm. you know I have um (laughs) it's funny you asked this I had a client I think a few weeks ago I provided them with a homework where I said for them to just lay there for five minutes and do nothing actually we started from one minute I said to put on an alarm clock for one minute. Don't touch the phone. Don't just like if it's the floor, if it's the bed, the couch, wherever you want to be, just lay there or be outside on the grass for one minute and do absolutely nothing, you know, and just see that's a form of relaxing. The fact that you're not doing anything means that you're doing something, you know, so that relaxes your body and it feel awkward at first, you know, so that's something to definitely do. Um, Especially busy body like many of us. Let me let me let me put myself in there. Uh we get used to doing so much that when we're not doing we're not doing anything, we feel like, you know, either it could be like, Oh, I might be lazy, I might waste time, I might this. But the body needs that. So a form of resting is just sitting there or laying down and doing absolutely nothing. Uh, it could, from people, it could be a form of just probably scrolling through um, magazine, you know, mindlessly, not really paying attention. Maybe just doing something with emotion, right. too, you know, and just being there. It doesn't really require a lot. 
I know certain people they lay there and they have like a spiritual moment, whether it be meditation, you know, things just to be grounded. Um, so it really just depends on. It will be a trial and error for many to right, really right. figure out which one of these things will really be helpful for you. I know it's it's definitely difficult to kind of figure out. It's kind of like exercising where you try all these different exercises all the time. Yep. Like nothing's working, but you just got to find the right the right workout that works mm-hmm. for you and your body. Right. Relaxing and resting <laughs> is different for everyone. Right. So everyone has to kind of figure out which one works best for them. In regards to like self-care, because that's like the biggest thing, especially for mothers, for us to take care of ourselves because we're so, or even wives, you don't even have to be a mom. Mm-hmm. You just be a wife too. <laughs> or that's a role. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have someone else that you're taking care of besides yourself. So, you're more worried about not worried about but you you tend to do more to take care of others than yourself right. what are some things that we can do for self-care because i know for me anything that i do i always feel like i'm being selfish or this time could be used doing something else not realizing that honestly i i i need this i need to do this because i need to relax myself I need to do something that kind of brings me peace and a little bit of joy, even if it's for like 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. Um, that's a really good question. I think the very first thing is to to realize what your, um, what your need is. What do you need, right? Um, I know certain people, they just want a time to step away. Not necessarily to go somewhere for two weeks or 10 weeks. It could just be a couple of hours just to step away briefly for a few minutes. Um, Unplug away, however anybody wants to call it. There are so many terminologies (laughs) nowadays, you know, to step away. For somebody is to to pamper themselves, Mm -hmm. right? Um, I know certain people like me, I had... um, I got membership to do, to get massages every every two weeks on a monthly. I, I was doing it every two weeks, then I move it to a month. So oh, that moment nice. when you right, so you get a way to take care of your physical body. You know, it's really helpful. I know certain people is having a counselor. You know, whether it be weekly or monthly, just to for you to take care of that emotional and mental aspect of yourself. So that self care as well in itself. You know, um, is it treating yourself to dinner? Because you know the other thing too. There's this notion of five love languages right mm-hmm. you right. know whether it be words of affirmation buying your you know gift and all of these other stuff those things that you do for others practice doing it to yourself go to the store find yourself a beautiful card whether it be a thank you card and write a little note to yourself you know write a little note to caroline and say you have been doing such an amazing job i am proud of you caroline oh my gosh you oh, you yeah or dying yourself you know because you get away you just nice you just step away so it can make make you feel like you again what are the things that you can do to make you feel like you again you know so those are the things that you can certainly do to sort of help you I didn't even think about a card, writing a card to myself. That sounds, mm-hmm, that's actually mm-hmm. pretty cute. Not cute, but you know, it's very encouraging to write something because then on those days where you're feeling frustrated or feeling so overwhelmed and you find the card and you read it to yourself, it's like, you know what? I do a good job. <laughs> I think it's so needed, you know, because you, you know yourself best. 
you know what you need in order to feel love. As much as we want to rely on other people, that's really sweet and nice too. It makes you feel great. Right. You know, but you know yourself more than anybody else. Right. So why not give those things to yourself? You know, when we talk about, as far as like having kids, right? We know that there are certain ages where, you know, these children would, would challenge you. <laughs> well, you <Yes>. know. <laughs> They will try to test your gangster every day. <laughs> and even lately, I'm just like, I have to, I have learned, I'm like, for my own sanity and self-care, I need to come to three in my head before <laughs> I respond because I don't want to be reactive. So in that moment for my own sanity, because I'm like, Ellie, you have to balance out your energy here. Right, right. So those little tiny things in between, I'm like, okay, Ellie, you got to be mellowed out. So let's go to 10 in your, you know, go to three in your head. One, two, three, you know, <laughs> face yourself. And so it's like, I think ultimately what it comes down to is the practice of, because mm-hmm. we're good at starting something. I think most people are really good at starting something is that consistency right. that many people lack. Right. Because a lot of the time they'll be like, you know, I used to do this, but then I stopped. You hear a lot of moms say that, you know, this used to be me in the past, but then I stopped. Yes. Why did you stop? What happened? You know, what is, you know, all of these things. So figuring out that portion. Because I know that actually brings to mind when I used to, when I used to exercise. (laughs) And I will post my little exercises and I really only did the, um. Right. I, I only yeah, did those postings. Yes, the Ooh. jump ropes and the, yeah. the the different um exercise routines or whatever. Those were really for me because it kept me energized. Mm-hmm. It kept me like motivated. And then right. sometimes my daughter will come and work out with me. But for the most part, it was just me. And I really enjoyed it. And I feel like mm-hmm. although that was like a workout, it was still my self-care because it was my moment when all the kids were asleep. My husband mm-hmm. is in the room. He's watching his TV and I'm down here in the living room or in the kitchen by myself doing my little jump ropes or whatever exercise I decided to do. And then life happens like a day or two here where I had to work late. So by the time I got home, I'm like, oh, I won't work out. I'll just do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and it's just like, no, I can wait. Mm -hmm. And then something else gets in the way to the point where now, like, I don't do it anymore. And I really do miss it. And I've had people tell me, hey, you know, I used to watch your videos all the time. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, really? I only posted it for myself. But... (laughs) No, you are being motivational. People are watching you. The thing you mentioned about routine, like having that routine when I did it, like even if it was twice a week, it always made me feel good. But then you lose your routine and then it's just like, uh, I don't know how to get back into it. You just got to take that moment. You know, I think being conscious of the fact that you know it's one thing to be hard on yourself right Mm -hmm. but it's one thing to give yourself grace and flexibility Mm -hmm. you know so it's like okay i'm gonna start back slowly even if it's two minutes you know i'm gonna start with 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 baby steps start back with two minutes there will be days let's be honest you know we have a lot on our plates there will some days where you probably may not be able to accomplish the two minutes and that's okay you know but when you start again you know start back a 30 seconds you know slowly build yourself back in and be you know intentional about that right. that intent piece is really important the intention and the consistency 
those two is really how you get back into it. And no one will, and you know, sometimes it may be hard for you to do it, but if you have a buddy that can support you, and this is where how your support system comes to play as well. At one point, me and my cousin were doing Zoom workouts. <laughs> you did. That you was, mentioned that the last time. Yes, and that was really awesome. And we just fell off, and we were supposed to get back. And I think she started working back out, and I was just like, feel so terrible but I can't get back into it but I need to because that was really again it was something that I was doing and I enjoyed it it was work because it's a workout but afterwards I always felt great my body was always relaxed and I was able to like really take a shower and fall right to sleep and wake up in the morning I felt great because you know I did my little workout but yeah Mm-hmm. Maybe, and all the people too, all they need is like um, an accountability partner. Not mm-hmm. necessarily to do the, the workout with them, it's just to say it's 12 o'clock, okay, put your shoes on and go run. That's all they need to say for you to get into it. You know, depending if you guys have different schedule or things like that, you just need someone who is your accountability partner to say, hey, it's time for you to get on a treadmill, you know, for you to get that momentum going. And for some people, it's just maybe it's to sit down for like 15 minutes and eat a salad. That is their self-care for the day, you know. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. As moms, there's a lot of times where you don't eat by yourself, so... <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. The other thing, self-care that we don't think about too, is positivity throughout the day. You know, because our minds, as you know, we have all these million thoughts that just come and go mm-hmm. every single day. So the likelihood of us being in that negative mindset, it's actually high. And so right. being able to to remain, you know, positive throughout the day or whatever life may throw at you, having the, setting the intention in the morning when you wake up and following that intention throughout the day, you know, I'm going to be, you know, I'm, I'm just on top of my head, something like, um, today I'm just going to let life flow. Whatever comes my way, I'll take it as it comes, you know, just breathe through it, accept it, you know, that radical acceptance, you know, throughout the day. And so it's, it's, it's really has helped certain people, you know, some days are better than others. Right. But then I'll always come back to that consistency too at the end of the day. I never thought of that. Start the day with positivity and then just kind of continue it on and see what happens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's work and and being, being intentional, right. Trying to be intentional with our children, especially our generation. We're trying to change Mm -hmm. certain patterns and ways of, doing certain things right. so being present uh, you know for them but also for us that I definitely want to I do need to be more intentional about taking care of me and I'm sure there's a lot of other folks out there like I said moms or wives or girlfriends you know whichever one is your title <laughs> we mm-hmm. definitely tend to forget about us in the midst of taking care of everyone else you know like if you have kids they may have to go to sporting events they may have to do this and I think that's also one of the things that I've I've done in the past I wouldn't have my kids in anything we would just come home and I'd be like oh we will spend time together and then we don't because I get busy doing other stuff right so now I put them in so many different things to the point where now I don't even have a time to like sit and think to myself because 
like, oh, wait, tomorrow she got violin. The next day we got soccer. The next day. <laughs> Caroline, that's a really great point. And I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, I'm not going to be the one to say it. But sometimes <laughs> we as parents, we do the most. Yes. <laughs> Let, let's just be real. We do the most. We put our children this and this and this and that. I mean, do they really need all those 10 extracurriculum <laughs> activities? It's okay for them to learn too that it's okay just to be. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. And I think we have to reevaluate what it is that we can do ourselves. I think we overexert ourselves in all of these other things. Are we being realistic with things that we're doing? You know, and even when they're doing all these 20 million things, what are really are they taking away from all of that? Right. Are they mastering? They're, they're learning a little bits and pieces of it, but are they really mastering something? You know? Right. And then the more you do all of that, you're tired at the end of the day, and now it just becomes a thing that you're doing. So we have to really sit down and really maybe with your spouse sit down and, and, and have this raw and honest conversation. Are we overdoing it? Can right. we sustain this lifestyle? And what is our goal? What are we trying to teach these children? And what are we doing for us? What are they learning from us? You know? Right. No, it's, it's that's definitely very true. Because I always feel, oh, you know, they got to be in stuff to help with their socialization, which they have no issues with because them kids are very social. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's more so for us. You get to realize a lot of times we, we put these kids through these things and realize we want to take the million twenty pictures. You know, right. if they take one or two, they're fine. They don't want to take ten million. I mean, some people, some kids do. Right. But the reality is, I think they just want to spend time. You know, do a little bit here and do and you know be cute and whatever. But <laughs> yeah, I, I think those crucial conversations need to happen and really look internally in the family and see what is it that we can handle in this moment mm-hmm. is it one it's okay for it to be one for this season it may be two for the next one but right now where we are we can you know honestly just take on two because remember we are growing right you're growing you're getting older things are changing your body's changing your hormonal levels just a lot of things are happening and Mm -hmm. the mom and the parent that we were to them when they're newborn it's not the same that we are with them when they're eight ten and so on it's different right right we have to reevaluate how many runarounds that we're going (laughs) (laughs) you can't be doing doing the most we really do we gotta slow it down we gotta just slow it down slow it down (laughs) life is not well life is still life right now you know but yeah Mm -hmm. i think you said it best we can if if you need to slow it down definitely slow it down that's very important because then you feel like you're not being the best person that you are for your family because all you're doing is going through the motions of these things mm-hmm. you're not enjoying anything you're just kind yeah. of like okay let's go here and now let's go here and now let's go here and then by the time we get home it's like all right now i'm just tired mm-hmm. and i don't bother me i'm just gonna go to sleep <laughs> which is kind of terrible because then your kids are just like wait we never had that family time the other thing too i just thought of caroline it's like when you see you know your friends or your girls or other spouses and you're like how you doing everybody's response is i'm good 
mm-hmm. until you really go like, how are you really doing? Right. You know, and that's when, depending on your relationship, people can get vulnerable enough and share how they're truly doing. We have been accustomed as a society just to lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so, true. Ah, kid you not. I-, I want you to do this exercise tomorrow. Whomever you see, say good morning to them and say, how are you? Watch how many people will literally respond to you and say, I'm okay. But I did really okay. Nah, they good because they'll say, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Because I know I do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people ask me, how are you? How are you doing? Oh, I'm good. Even though my mind's like, no, I'm not. I'm not. My body's sore. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah, I just want to sleep. I was, uh, I think I, I was outside you. one day. I will, I will never forget this. Um, uh, I was playing with my my son at that time. We were playing soccer outside. And this older um, gentleman walked past by, and he was like, "Hello," and I said, "Hello." I'm like, um, "How are you?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm doing good. You know, it's just, it is what it is." And then he was like, "You know, people ask you how you doing, but truthfully, they don't want to hear how you're doing." You know, when you're ready to tell them how you really do, but they don't want to hear it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't fault them. It is what it is. Until he walked through it, I'm like, oh, my God. He just, he said something really powerful, you know. Right. He just People said ask you how you do, but do they really want to know how you're doing? That is true. And I feel like sometimes it's more of a, it's it's mechanical. Because you see someone, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, how you doing? I'm good. Okay, well, how you doing? I'm good. Okay. Well, I'll see you later. Like, mm-hmm. you're not, re- I don't think it's intentional not to care, but it's just right. one of those things that you you say to say, mm-hmm. and then you're on your way. Right. But you have to actually take that time to be like, you know, like you said, how are you really doing? Like, what's really going on? And that's the thing. If you're so busy, how can you have time to have those conversations? You know, mm-hmm. it's just our norm nowadays, sadly. Yeah. So for a mom out there who's feeling really overwhelmed and <clears throat> they want to take some time for self-care and they're not sure what to do, what would be the first step? I would say to them, if no one were to be here, if it's just you in your house this very moment, nobody's there, what, what, what is the one thing that you would do? Whatever comes to mind is that thing that you would do first. So then that kind of gives you a starting point because sometimes we have things unconsciously that we want to do that won't come forth because we are so concerned about the impact that it'll have on others as well. But when you remove all those external factors and you're like, if nobody's here, there's no responsibilities, what is that one thing that you would do? You know, I'll go outside and scream. Okay, well, hey, I'll go to the <laughs> store and watch a movie because I love going to the movies. You know, whatever will come to mind first, you start there and then you sort of build off of it and think about historically what are certain things that I did that made me feel good. So you make a list of them. You know, I think before I had talked about visualizing certain things because people are visual learners, right? right. So being able to see um, see them and make a list of them and, then, and make a plan, you know? But make that plan with grace and flexibility. Know that this is a starting point. It's not going to be like, you, you don't go from a beginner to an expert. That's right. that journey that process, that growth, right? So being able to do that along the way. Um, so that would be, you know, the, the stepping stones. Last thing, should we feel guilty about taking the time out? Oh, hell no. <laughs> I'm 
not ever gonna allow you to finish. <laughs> no no i I don't i don't i don't think you 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 should feel i think that's the question you're gonna ask your mom still guilty about taking time for themselves um no i i don't think it's needed because i have a couple of reasons as to why one i'm human we're human you know and we all have our capacities the more that i can do for me the more energy I have to pour into others. If I am falling apart, there is no way I can cater to another human being. Absolutely not, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then for those moms who feel guilty, really think back of where is that guilt coming from? Is it coming from fear? Is it a learned behavior thought over the years that, oh, if I feel guilty, that makes me more of a mom, right? Is it something that I have picked up? But once you are your whole self, because your kids want you to be happy, right. because that means you're present, you do things, you know, um, they, they, they're more enjoyable, you're more present. So what not pouring to you so that you can give your kids the best that they can have for me? That's really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, do not. <laughs> and guilt is, 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 you know, I think sometimes people misplay you know really guilt and shame are two different things you know guilt comes guilt can go shame now is the most dangerous you know but guilt you know you can surpass guilt you can still have guilt and self-care and that is okay well thank you for this awesome conversation on self-care because honestly it's one that i know for me personally i definitely do not practice self-care as often as I would like. (laughs) And I always think of the different things that I want to do for me or even for the family or just like do something that's fun and relaxing. And then I just don't do it. Life just lifes. And then you're just like, oh, crap. Here Mm -hmm. I go again. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. I think billions of mothers in the world would agree with you with this statement. It's just it, life becomes a lot things start happening and then you just feel like you mm-hmm. fall into that whole routine of doing everything and you just everything becomes I'll do it tomorrow I'll do it tomorrow yeah. I'll do yeah. it tomorrow mm-hmm. and that tomorrow never happens mm-hmm. and then you're stuck just not doing anything for yourself and that's where you become so frustrated all the time or you get so short with your family and it's like I don't want to do that but I haven't had an outlet of just like woo sign (laughs) just like calm myself down enough to like bring it back (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, absolutely and get those friends that you can just vent to listen I'm calling just a vent I'm not asking <laughs> just 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 hold the space for me to fact. That's all I need. <laughs> That's all okay. Let me just throw it out, okay? Gosh, yes. I saw um a TikTok once of this mom and daughter where the daughter <clears throat> just went to her mom and she's like, listen, I think she was a teenager or like preteen. No, I think she was a teenager. Where the mom is like they practice this all the time, where she would stop her mom and be like, I need to vent. I don't need advice. I don't need anything but for you to sit. I don't I don't even want us to look at each other because I don't wanna feel the <laughs> eyes on me. So her and her mom would sit back to back and 
she would vent out all her frustrations and her mom would just listen she wouldn't give her advice and then once she was done she would just ask her you know do you feel better and her daughter was would say yeah and then they would hug and then that's it and a lot of the comments were like yeah i mean people need that time to like to just vent it out just get it out that's all we need right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah and i think the key to that is to let them know ahead of time what you need i need to vent I need emotional support right now because Mm -hmm. sometimes people confuse the two. They think you're coming for advice. I'm not asking for advice. Right. right. (laughs) Blur it out, throw it out. You know, so being clear in what you need sometimes to help people, those who are very solution focused, they want to solve everybody's problem. I'm not coming to you to solve my problem. That's me. That's terrible. (laughs) I always be trying to, like, no, I don't need to. I don't need to. Just tell me and then I'll just sit here. I don't need to solve your problem. (laughs) but thank you so much Ellie for this conversation I really appreciate you taking this time out of your very busy schedule because I know (laughs) (laughs) don't call me out (laughs) we are all on this journey yes we are uh, but yes thank you so much for even taking this time out to talk with me about this topic because again you know, this is something that we tend to forget about in our day to days as mothers. So it is always a good idea to just have these types of conversations of self-care and what to do, the steps to bring about self-care for yourself in order to be a better person for you and your family. So of course, you are very, very welcome. I'm really I'm happy to be here because this is a conversation that should be had more because it's needed. Definitely needed. But thank you, Ellie. And thank you all for listening on this episode. Remember to catch me every Wednesday. And remember to follow on all those listening platforms. Google, Amazon, Spotify, Apple. I'm all on there. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm my girl now. That's right. Follow y'all. And I have a Facebook group and a Facebook page, the Lazy Mom Podcast Facebook page and the Lazy Mom Podcast Facebook group. So it's the Lazy Mom Podcast group. That's what it's called. Um, You know, follow those two pages. I'm out here, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. Let's all be a nice little community for each other. (laughs) Yes. One there for another. Yes. So again, catch me next week on another awesome episode of the Lazy Moms Podcast.